Welcome to the Chamber Connection Podcast, a lively and fun discussion about business and industry issues in the Dothan, Alabama area. Small, medium, and large businesses share their stories of success and their daily challenges. Want to learn what it takes to start and grow a business in the Wiregrass area? Then please join us for this informative discussion. All right. Good afternoon and welcome to the Dothan Area Chamber of Commerce Chamber Connections Podcast. I believe this is episode 11. And we're honored to welcome Mr. Zach Whaley from Zach's Restaurant here today. Zach's Restaurant is a legendary place in our community and great food. And look forward to talking to you about small business and the importance of small business in our community and restaurant. A little bit about your restaurant. Okay. We're ready to talk about it. (laughs) All right. Also got Miss Hayden Kent with me, Director of Membership at the Dothan Chamber, Mr. Justin April with The Local. Hello. Good to be with y'all. Zach, tell us about the history of Zach's Restaurant. Well, how far back you want to go? <laughs> the restaurant itself is almost 26 years old. Yeah. And uh, we started off in Cottonwood and uh, went over to Slocum for 19 and a half years. Stayed in Slocum, and then we come to Dothan. And at one time, I had one Slocum, Dothan, and Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, that liked to work me to death in three years yeah. that we had all three of them. But um, it was just the concept is a mom and pop, you know, doing a meet and three. Yeah. Uh, and but the foods we do has got to be good quality foods. Right. It, it ain't just something out of package and dropped in the fryer and right. heated up or anything like that. But um, it's a um, you want to, the family. Is, you know, we had a lot of in my younger days. We had a lot of family gatherings. And uh, I'm talking about like uh, I was telling some some of my cousins this just a week or two ago. I remember in North Carolina back in the early '60s when we had a family reunion. We might have 200 people there. That's and, a big old family. Yeah. Well, everybody claimed to be family if they was free hogs. I was gonna say that's how, <laughs> the menu's right. We're all gonna be related. Yeah. So I figure if I get the family right, uh, you know, in a business setting. We could have a, a good time uh, meeting people, same people over and over and over again. Were you in the restaurant business before? Did, did you have another occupation before? Uh, well, I've had a couple of occupations, uh, several really, but uh, I've been, I've ran uh, three different other major restaurants for other people. Oh. And uh, then I worked my way up through high school um, working in a restaurant business in addition to that too. So I had a good 15 years in the business prior to. Was your daddy in the business? No, sir. But mm-hmm. my daddy did do a lot of hog killing and uh, cooking the old hogs in the old pit on the ground. So you've been around cooking your whole life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So who you, came up with all your recipes? Because they're, I mean, you know, delicious. Well, we, I can't make the squash like you make the squash. Yeah. And it makes me mad. A, a lot of things is, is I got a simple palate, you know, and it's got to be pretty simple for me to like it. But I was probably in my 40s before I really started eating squash and okra and stuff like that. But what it is, I sampled it so much I had to start eating it. But uh, so I fix things the way I like it. For instance, I don't put onions in my potato salad. And I serve my potato salad on the lukewarm side, not mm-hmm. hot or cold. But <clears throat> now, uh, it, my potato salad is good cold. Matter of fact, I sold some for the holiday recently. Uh, Easter, and uh, they were what they picked it up on Friday. Was going to use it Sunday. Well, that's fine, but um, it's just a. Uh, I guess the recipes really came from me. 
Um, of course, what I learned from mom and dad and brother and sister and anybody else that cooked in front of me. But um, uh, my in-laws, I've got to mention them too. I don't want to get blasted for that. <laughs> but but uh, really, about, I like to, at one time, I was tell everybody, mama was back there in the kitchen, for, you know, cooking or whatever, short order and whatever the cook was needing to be done. And uh, I said, yeah, she's in her late 60s right now. And, uh, but I about got her trained. <laughs> so that was one of my little cliches I like to throw on everybody. And some of the other ones, uh, I tell them all of it. You're just a rookie. You ain't been doing it but 20 years. <laughs> yeah. But uh, how do you know what to put in something? What's, y'all's, uh, what's the most <clears throat> popular food y'all serve? Probably my fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, that Between that and the next meat would be the uh, country fried steak. Uh, the... Uh, Vegetable-wise, you know, who knows, uh, turnip greens, collard greens, uh, corn, uh, mashed potatoes goes with everything. And are y'all open seven days a week? No, sir. We're only open Sunday through Friday. Sunday through means Friday. means Saturdays we're closed. Okay. And that was sort of a freak business deal whenever that happened. Uh, you know, we was open seven days a week. If you don't mind, I'll take a minute. Yeah. I was open seven days a week down in Slocum, mm-hmm. and at that at this time, I Slocum and Dothan's all I had. Mm-hmm. But um, Dothan's store was only open five days a week because it was so busy. We were just trying to recuperate over the weekend. You sure. And so, uh, but on uh, one week, I told my wife, I said, "We're still working seven days a week because Slocum's open seven days a week. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just close Slocum on Saturdays, which wasn't a bad day. It was a good day." But uh, we closed it on Saturdays, opened Dothan up on Sundays. Lord, we, we tripled our business head, <laughs> headcount-wise wow. by doing that. And I always I remind Diane every once in a while what a great businessman she's got. <laughs> <laughs> that was su- all in fun. Is Sunday your busiest day? Oh, yes. By far. By, by far, mm-hmm. yeah. On, on an average Sunday, how many customers y'all serve? 900 plus. Wow. Whew, that's good. That's a I lot of chicken. That. Yeah. Or or country fried steak. What time y'all have to start cooking on Sundays to have that chicken ready? Uh, we'll start some things at seven o'clock that morning, uh-huh. uh, and we'll have more than one person in there. But I have one cook. You know, she's just sort of picky. She'll come in, you know, sometimes six thirty, and uh, get started a little early. But uh, and that's fine. I don't kick them out. I let them come on in. Yeah. Um, obviously, last year with the COVID, that was a tough um, environment for restaurants, and had to make some pivots and some i'm sure some changes talk to us about how how y'all pivoted during that whole process well we uh, we just believe in taking whatever you got to work with and work with it to the best of your ability and bring out the best of it that you can bring out and we've only down 18 percent wow and that ain't bad the way i look at things being closed a lot more than we were normally closed yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for seven or eight weeks there, I don't remember now what the count was, but uh, other than being closed that one seven or eight days there in a row uh, when we first started sure. that, uh, was we did uh, just catering only there to drive curbside mm-hmm. business, you know, mm-hmm. and and what few lunches we could do catering-wise because at one time, in, and really, really even now, lunch catering is sort of limited, Uh it's nothing like it was before. 
but we was doing so much business inside, uh, not inside, but uh, with just the curbside service, doing all that work inside and carrying it out to the outside. Uh, we did that, I don't know, seven or eight weeks, but so with all that in mind, and then closing down a few days, uh, extra days, uh, only being down 18%, I was proud of that. Praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Like, I've known people in the restaurant businesses that had to, like, physically close for a mm -hmm. lot longer than eight weeks. Mm -hmm. And some of them are still trying to get their feet back under them. Right. Do you find that staffing was a struggle? Oh, it's still a struggle. And, it, well, it always has been a struggle. In the restaurant industry. If, if you know, They always want to go to work at Zach's. It's a pretty popular little place. And I'm proud of that. Uh, uh, I always try to brag on them so you can tell everybody you work at Zach's. Well, but when they find out there's some actually work to be done, <laughs> sometimes it's a different story. Yeah. But they don't stick around too long, but uh, long enough to is it, it. Is it fair to say you're always in need of good help? Always. And if somebody was interested in coming to work at Zach's, what, how would they go about applying for a job? They're late getting there because they wasn't there yesterday. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But come Just on come down. Come to the door and give you a shirt. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I kid a lot of my friends a lot of times, you know, when I see them out eating uh, there. And I said, hey, y'all, I got some aprons back there that will fit you perfectly. Oh, so yeah. When you get finished eating, come on out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's always a, a struggle. Can people come to the come to the uh, restaurant and apply there or they go online or yeah, how do they do that? I prefer them coming to the store because sure. I'm not a, the most tech savvy person and, right. and she, uh, she can vouch for that because yeah. I can't answer her back too much. <clears throat> Excuse me. But come to the store before 10 o'clock in the morning yeah. or after 2 in the afternoon. Okay. It's so busy between 10 and 2 we just don't take time to interview sure. or sure. whatever. You've been in business you said 26 years? In the restaurant business, yes. Restaurant. What do you think has been the keys to your success? Because obviously the restaurant business, everything you read about it, it's not for the faint of heart. It takes a lot of hard work, perseverance, patience. Why have, why have you been successful? I like to say consistency. Mm -hmm. um, we try to make sure the recipes are followed. You know, and, and I do have another little cliche joke about that. Uh, sometimes you'll have this customer eats with you pretty regularly. They'll say, I don't know what it is, but it's something, and they're always good, but there's something about these, say, turnip greens today. They just exceptionally well. And I said, well, yeah, every once in a while we'll follow the recipes back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, all kidding aside, really it is true. you got to be consistent with your product, consistent with how you handle people and the, and what problems might show up, whether it's an employee not showing up today or they want the owner to work longer, longer and harder. But, you know, whatever problem comes up, you just be consistent with it, mm -hmm. but fair with it. Mm -hmm. What um, what life lessons have you learned being in the restaurant business your your majority of your career? Um, I, I sort of relate this back to high school and and uh, try to incorporate this here too. You got to be a leader. Um. You don't want to always be a follower. Mm -hmm. Now, you got to be sensible enough to know when to follow and when to lead. Uh, I always try to set the pace and set the example by being out there doing things myself. Uh, and as far as uh, just getting along with people, I love people anyway mm -hmm. by heart. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, 
if it wasn't for the good Lord and his blessings on me, I don't know what I'd do. But mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, God's been good to me, but so have people been good to me, especially you, in the Wiregrass area. You got a great life partner too, don't you? Yes, I do. My wife is a darling, and uh, she really should be the one in here doing the, <laughs> the personality part of this thing <laughs> because she don't know when to hush. That's why we love her. Yes, yes. Um, do y'all cook at home? Well, Diane did this weekend. Um, we was off Saturday and Sunday this weekend, Easter weekend, and I hurt myself Saturday morning. And I, if you don't notice it, but I'm turning my head real slow and gently because I think I got a whiplash. Mm -hmm. But um, from, uh, I guess, mowing mm -hmm. a pasture land, and hit a hole, mm -hmm. and yes. it whipped me around a little bit. But mm -hmm. uh, it didn't really set in until Saturday night. But my wife wound up cooking Saturday, I think at least two meals Saturday, and then three. Uh, we we cooked for ten or twelve people Sunday because we had a few family members. Do y'all cook the same food that you serve at the restaurant, or y'all mix it up? Uh, no, nah, it's just a home version of foods. We yeah. don't. I don't. She don't know how to cook my food. <laughs> <laughs> No, we uh, we mix it up and just go back to basics. Uh, Diane's a great cook herself. Mm -hmm. Always was. And, and this right here is evidence of that. <laughs> but I can um, attest to the fact that uh, she knows how to cook uh, our family-style mm -hmm. cooking. And she knows a, a lot more now than she did when the first day we started. Uh, but uh, she didn't initiate herself or into the restaurant business until after a few weeks of it, after I had it a few weeks. And then, and if you got time, I'll tell you this little yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, we, this was down in Cottonwood when we first started down there. And we had uh, a meat and three plus hamburgers and some other sandwiches. And I can't even remember what they were. But here I am back there in the back just putting out food left and right best I could with some, what little help I had at the time. But we was really busy. And, um, and I come to find out um, she's carrying table number one to table number three and, and table number seven Whoa. to table number 12. And, and uh, I'm, here I am, blood red, mad, and angry and uh, everything. And uh, she says something about, uh, uh, well, them folks out there don't care. They, they said they enjoy watching the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, it was really a comical thing, but it was a pressure thing because she didn't know to look at the table numbers. Well, she is great with people. When I eat there oh, on, on Sunday, she's always, you know, the line that wraps around. She's yeah. always out there making sure everybody's comfortable and um, super nice to folks yeah, and just very, very welcoming. You're blessed, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're blessed, no doubt about it. What, um... What does the future of Zach's look like to you? Do y'all have children involved in the business, or no, sir? Yeah, uh, they're a lot more educated than I was, so they're <laughs> they are doing better things. Yeah. One of them's a nurse practitioner, and the other one's a big time uh, computer guru. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they live up in Huntsville area, yeah, and uh, making a good living. They don't yeah. care nothing about the restaurant business. <laughs> hard work, isn't it? Yeah, hard, hard work. It is. What do you um? What do you love about Dothan, Houston County, and the Wiregrass? Why is it special to you? Well, I uh, I came here when I was ten years old. My family moved here. Where'd you? Where were you born and raised? North Carolina. Whereabouts in North Carolina? Warsaw, North Carolina, yeah, Duplin familiar. County. I know Duplin County. Do you? Yeah. 
Uh, it's uh, that was the old home place, and so uh, we come down here. I tell everybody I come down out of the back of barn and, and got into the pickup truck and come south mm. to Dothan. <laughs> got into the restaurant. Mm. <laughs> now we went to work in the restaurant business so we could eat. Mm. But uh, anyway, it was uh, some hard times back then for us, but. Uh, Dothan has always been good to me, uh, especially in the restaurant business. I, was, I ran a, um, a national chain for a while and, and uh, did real well with it and uh, learned a lot about the restaurant business. I think I, I give everybody uh, at GE credit for me getting my educational managing styles out there whenever mm -hmm. they were in town because mm -hmm. uh, I was early on the podium pole out there. But um, uh, it, it was uh, the, the people uh, just made me feel at home everywhere I go. Uh, Rehoboth, I got attached to Rehoboth in sixth grade and uh, never really have left it. Uh, I'm still living down in Rehoboth. Mm -hmm. My two boys went there. Uh, that's the only school they ever went to for, uh, other than college when they both went to colleges. Uh, but it's just hometown people being hometown uh, friendly. That's great. And how long have y'all been in the location here in Dothan, in that's, that building? Fifteen years. Yeah. And Tell folks where now. you're located. What's your address? 1495 Headland Avenue, right. Dothan, Alabama. You've been there 15 years? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of a staple now. So now when the governor comes and the senator comes, they'll have to stop and eat. And Right. We did have Senator Tuberville there a few weeks ago. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah, congratulations good. on all your awards and. Yeah, well, I'll have to, I, if I may say something. I, I, the, one of the proudest moments I have is uh, winning the Small Businessman of, of the Year award, yeah. and uh, Hayden told me I, I really need to go to that meeting, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't pick up on it. So, but my wife and I, we waited till the last hour, probably decided, hey, yeah, we'll go ahead and go. And sure enough, out of six, you know, in front of 600, 700 people that day at that meeting, they called my name out to win that, and I, I was shocked. But for a poor boy like me, just worked hard all my life, and to get that award, that meant the world to me. Well, I think that's uh, the American dream, and I think yeah. you've, you've lived the American dream, and we appreciate your involvement in the Dothan Area Chamber of Commerce over the years. We um we we depend. Our membership is based on people like you, on small businesses that are the backbone of not only the local economy economy but the national economy. I was look doing a little bit of research before I came over here today, Zach, and I looked up traits of a successful restaurant owner. They said five of them: a strong leader. You got to know how to budget. You got to be flexible. You have to be patient, and you have to be kind. Would you agree with all that? All of it. Sure yeah. would. Have, I'm sure you've had challenges in all those aspects throughout your career. I have. Uh, your employees will challenge you with all <laughs> all credentials you can when they tell you they can't make it work because the squirrel got in the car. Right, you right. Know, why did I hire you to start with? Mm -hmm. But but uh, it's these are things that's uh, challenging. But it's uh, important to know that be kind one to another and be fair. I've always wanted to be fair. I think that was one of my nuts and bolts uh, education at uh, GE was to be fair and consistent to the rules. Did you ever have any idea that the restaurant will become as popular as it is today? No, sir. Uh, but I, you know, I've always been one wanted to be in business for myself. 
and um, show you how bad I wanted to be in business for myself. I, I was in the janitorial business at one time mm -hmm. for seven or eight years, mm -hmm. and uh, we went from early morning to late at night. Mm -hmm. But uh, we did a lot of a lot of different things like grass cutting and, and window washing and things like that. I like I used to when I hire people for this job, I I tell them now you haven't ever done any, any more toilets than I've done, so I've cleaned as many as you'll ever clean, mm -hmm. because I was in the janitorial business. Mm -hmm. I'll tell them, mm -hmm. and I was, and that's the truth. But you got to be humble enough to do what it takes to make the play, thing go, make mm -hmm. the job done. What do y'all like to do for fun? You and your wife. Is what? Well, how you spell that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? Um, well, Work yeah, is fun. It, it it really is, and it has been. Now you know it's it's getting to be a chore uh, as I get older. Sure. But um, and the workforce is getting worse. It's a real challenge, isn't it? It is. Which is crazy because there's more people on the planet than ever right now, mm -hmm. and it seems like. The vast majority of them got real comfortable during the shutdown. Yeah. Well, and we have you know policies in place at the federal level where it's yeah. very lucrative to stay at home and not work. Yeah, I know, man. I'm trying to get on those programs, but I'm <laughs> I'm too ambitious. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have I tried a stayed at home. It didn't work out too well. Right. I have a little gizmo. I I used to try to tell I'm gonna get you to be a store manager before you leave me, and uh, <laughs> uh, I try to build them up. Mm -hmm. educate them, build them up. And um, I've had um, several kids to come through my facilities, and uh, they'll stay two and three years while they're in college or high school. And I, I guess I've got about eight. That's what we would call professional people nowadays because mm -hmm. they got their college degrees, they're working in that field, and, and or in some method of, of that. But uh, I try to instill them to have more than what you had. I mean, to me, it didn't take much to have more than what I had when I was coming up. But uh, I always like to have more and not to be greedy or selfish or exotic about anything. But uh, I want to instill in people the value of growing. That's great. And, you know, um, so many life lessons can be learned not only through just work, but especially work in a restaurant because you'd have to work in a team atmosphere. You have to learn how to get along with people. You got to learn how to talk. Sure. You got to be able to interact with the public. And those are just life skills that will serve you anywhere and serve you in, in, in good fashion anywhere you go. That's right. And I'm sure you have seen lots and lots of people come through the, the restaurant and, and help you along the way. And then, like you said, go on and have successful careers and in other in other um, career fields, which is great, yes. which is absolutely great. Remind our folks again where you're located and your hours of operation. Uh, Ten thirty to two thirty is official hours of being open, and that's Sunday through Friday at fourteen ninety five Headland Avenue, Dothan, Alabama. And y'all do cater too for events, and we will cater and particularly lunch caterings mm -hmm. during the day. Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're we actually are trying to cut out the. The Saturday's caterings, like weddings or whatever. Right. Uh, but uh, we do cater all week long if you have an event. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you spending some time Definitely. with us today. And, uh, again, we thank you for being a valued member of the Dothan Chamber and a valued member of our community. And we look forward to seeing you at the restaurant real soon and having some of that good fried chicken and squash. Looking forward to it. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thank you.
Thanks for checking out our podcast. Be sure you follow us on Instagram at Dothan Area Chamber and on Facebook at Dothan Area Chamber of Commerce. You can also reach out to us through our website, www.dothan.com.